you know, coming into the season, the Phoenix Suns were kind of one of the staples at the top of the Western Conference, which has only been a couple of years. But with the inconsistency and like teams moving around and the Warriors having that basic two-year hiatus and the Lakers not being able to do anything, you kind of felt like the, the Suns were one of those teams that you could count on coming into this season. Utah blew it all up. Denver was kind of on that list, but they were you're thinking they were going to take that next step. They never really were up where Phoenix was. Since they've lost Devin Booker, they're 2018, 20 and 18 right now on the season, but two and six since the Booker injury. They're four and six over their last 10 games, and they are an absolute free fall right now, but they are winning 43 33 at halftime against the Cavs. By the way, that total was 76 when you add that up. And I said, I didn't even think they'd get 71 and match what Donovan Mitchell did. They came close. Like neither team scoring, but the Suns even being up 10 in Cleveland right now. This is a bad team. So I wanted to rip on that score, and uh, I think the under was the right call in Bucks raptors Hopefully the Raptors have a run in them, though. Uh, they were four-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. 18-12 to 12 with 9.49 to go in the second quarter. I thought that this was like three minutes to go in the first quarter. It's 21-12 to 12 now, 20, now, actually. Now 21-12. to 12. Yep. It was 13-12 to 12 after the first quarter, so the under, a good look there. But, man, the Suns without Devin Booker are just a complete mess. And I didn't know what to do with them coming into the season because – Obviously, we liked them so much the last two years. Thought they were going to win it all a couple of years ago. They had that collapse in the finals. Uh, Chris Paul wasn't healthy that entire run there in the playoffs. But I don't know, man, because if they don't get it done this year, I just wonder if they – I mean, they're not going to trade away Devin Booker, but I wonder what the next move would be. Because I didn't think they should bring back DeAndre Ayton. I love him as a player, but clearly there's just something off there with him and Monty Williams. I do think that they move Ayton at some yeah. point. This yeah. year? Yeah. I think it's possible. I think that's something that's definitely up in the air, right? Like, you look at Aiton, he's starting to have issues again with Monty Williams. Yep. It's been going and on, like, all year. It has. I don't even know if been... again's the right word. It's just a continuation of there where was it was like last maybe year. maybe 15 yeah. games where he didn't say much about it, that's and true. now it's very out in front where I think he's wanting to make it uncomfortable to say, hey, I just want to go. I think he wants to go. And I don't know if you're the Pacers playing as well as you are whether you trade Miles Turner and Buddy Heald for DeAndre Ayton now. I don't know if you do that. I, I don't know because, I mean, I thought with Devin Booker being injured, this was his time to shine, his time to prove, you know, I'm a max player in this league. I'm a 2010 guy, and he's only averaging 29 minutes. He's actually averaging less minutes this year. He's not even averaging 10 rebounds. He just really hasn't taken that next step with Booker out of the lineup that I thought he was going to. I don't want to call him – I don't think he's a bust or anything like that. No, but, you know I always talk about like Jimmy Butler guys like that. They'll never be the best player on a championship team. I just think oh, he's always going to be no a sidekick. Chance but he'll like, be the best player. No, on the oh team. no, but I think he's like the third option. Yep, I think that's right. I, just, I don't know. Maybe I think it's that's just, right. Maybe there's just something wrong in Phoenix though. It's just not the right fit. Like, yeah. Two years ago, it looked like it was. He just doesn't look like the number one overall pick, and that's why they're struggling he'd be really right now. Really good in Detroit. And you can't rely on Chris Paul at this stage of his career. No. Solid point guard. You know, he's a veteran point guard, a guy that you want running the offense, but he's not going to give you twenty and ten and eight no. every single night. No, he's just he's not healthy right. consistently. That's the, other thing. the Suns are a great example of how life comes at you fast doesn't it? I mean, this team a couple of years ago, we're thinking, okay, they've got years of this left as long as Chris Paul stays healthy. I mean, Devin Booker being out there would certainly make a difference for this team, but you're right. It just, there's something that doesn't... You, sometimes you can just watch a team and tell. Like, body language is a big thing. Interactions with players is a big deal and coaches. And you're seeing that right now. Nobody looks like they're happy there. The team looks in complete disarray. In, in, in some ways, it's kind of like what's going on in Atlanta, except that's an even more high-profile situation, obviously, dealing with Trey Young and, and uh, uh, Nate McMillan. But if, if you don't have guys on the same page, 
You end up like the Hawks and Suns right now versus everybody thinking about basketball and look where the Nets are. Jacques Vaughn has gotten everybody to buy in. They listen to him. His voice is loud. He's got bass in his voice, like you said. Yep. You got got to have bass, bass in your voice. voice? You, yeah. you can be a coach, bass on your voice. Yeah. And when you once you get to that point, you get what is working in Brooklyn and clearly not working in Atlanta or even Phoenix right now. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. They need they need Devin Booker back if they're going to go on any sort of run. I'd say like more than any other superstar any, that's missing. Any right other now. team? I mean, Steph Curry right now. They're actually just. It looks like Steve Kerr said today he might be back next week. So they're twenty and eighteen. But they're six and three actually since Curry got hurt. Remember, we were sitting here once Curry got hurt, and I was like, three and guys, seven. guys, I don't buy on them buying anymore. I'm worried." Now it was the first time I was actually worried, and the first couple of games were atrocious. I mean, they looked like a G League team, but it's starting to come together. Clay Thompson putting up 54 can certainly help you. But I mean, the Pelicans even losing Zion, I, they're used to playing without Zion. And I know they Bra- still don't have Brandon Ingram. Ingram's back. still not there, but I like I would still look at Phoenix and say even over those. Devin Booker is more important to Phoenix than any of those other players I just mentioned. And anybody else who's out uh, is to the rest of them because the Warriors are at least staying afloat. The Pelicans can, I would say, likely can still obviously stay afloat. There's a long way to go. They're up 26-13 right now on the Rockets. But it's it's just it's clear. I'm with you. Far and away, it's Devin Booker. And that's the reason I say the Suns, just because you look at where they're at on the year. They're eighth in the West right now, whereas the Golden State Warriors, you know they're going to be around. If they're the seventh, the eighth seed, how they could be the playing team and they'd be the most dangerous playing team in NBA history. It's it's more about they need to get Wiggins back, too. They just need to be fully healthy. And there's a little bit of a championship hangover. They've been there before. We know how good of a coach Steve Kerr is. So I have really no worries about them as long as Steph Curry's back fully healthy for the playoffs. Like you guys said, the Pelicans, they're used to playing without Zion, but that's a huge loss, especially the way that he's playing this season at that MVP level. Um, if they're going to go on a run, they're going to need him, but they're just so deep, and if they get B.I. back, they have C.J. there, they got bucket getters, and they have those young players, and they defend, and they're third in the West right now, so I think they'll be able to kind of stay afloat. They just need to be a top-five seed, so I think it comes down to Phoenix because if Booker's not fully healthy or if he comes back and gets himself re-injured, there's a chance they could miss out on the playoffs because DeAndre Ayton, even if he was a 2010 guy, he's not the type of dude that could go up and grab the ball himself. He's Mm-mm. not Giannis. No. And then Chris Paul's not himself anymore, and they don't really have that depth even that they had two years ago. And it seems like there's some chemistry issues going on there. And I love Monty Williams as a coach. I'm not blaming it on him. So I think the easy answer is the know. Suns. And it's crazy because we're talking about Steph Curry, the greatest shooter in NBA history, and Zion, who we've been hyping up the last four years and was finally living up to the hype. But I just think those teams would be all right without him. Without those two guys. Yeah, I agree. I think, listen, like, Steph Curry obviously is a huge deal. I would say the, they're not going anywhere long-term without Steph. Agreed. Injury to Steph. Yeah. He's going to be back soon. And, listen, like, the Warriors are still consistently one of the best teams in the NBA at home, right? An atrocious team on the road with or without Steph Curry. It feels like without Devin Booker, this team can't score. They can't figure out how to run the offense. Like Chris Paul is not the one that you want ending up being your primary option. Mikel Bridges has never been a primary option mm-hmm. offensively. He's a really good player, but he's a wing that's a, a mostly a defender. Right? They just don't like what are you gonna do? Landry Schmidt yeah, campaign. They, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's not that they're losing games, and it's the NBA, so I don't want to overreact, but like look at the games they're losing. They lost by twenty five to the Wizards. They lost by uh eleven the to Wizards the Bad Raptors. So team. you missed this while we're gone. We determined that when the Wizards wear those Gilbert Arenas throwbacks, yeah. they win every single time. That's, so that's why the Suns lost. It was actually, they played the best team in the NBA that night. So don't don't blame the Wizards for that one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then they lost by 21 to the Knicks, though. So it's not even like they're losing games. They're just getting blown out 
by mediocre teams. No shame to the Knicks, of course. Of course or not. the Wizards, of course. None. Zero. Either of your teams. Lots but, of, zero. Lots of shade, though. Honestly. But that is, I don't know that they're a playoff team without him. Where we saw the Pelicans last year without Zion win a playoff they series can, against the Phoenix Suns. They do yeah. need Brandon Ingram, though. I mean, that's yes. the thing. You've lost Zion. Now this is going to be the second stretch of him missing time with a... You know, an injury that can linger and hamstrings can linger for a while. Those soft tissue injuries for guys can really, I mean, that, that can drag on. And they're saying it's at least a minimum of three weeks. They're going to be probably overcautious with him and, and they'll take even longer to ramp him back up and have him miss games because whatever they said it was like a couple weeks ago, it was something like uh, re re conditioning for like, I don't know. It was something stupid. Basically saying we want to make sure he's in shape before we put him back out there on the court. So. It, 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 they they have the depth in New Orleans to at least try and sustain it as best they can. But, you know, th- this time of year, a lot of it's just about sustaining a little bit of momentum, overcoming some injuries, and staying afloat. I mean, really, if you, this Western Conference right now, dude, the Jazz are the 10 seed, and they're six and a half t- games back of the Nuggets, who are the one seed. Right. Six and a half games separates one through 10. This is going to look like this most of the season. Just if you can just hold, stay afloat at this point right now, you'll be in good shape come late in the season. Yeah, for sure. Like as far as these three teams, though, long term, I think they'd all be screwed. But I think the yeah. Pelicans could win a couple playoff series without Zion, as good as Zion's been, because we saw it last year. Whereas with the Warriors, even if we get that version that we saw of Clay the other night, where he's going to drop fifty points. And we get this version of Jordan Poole. I mean, Jordan Poole is just a much better player when Steph Curry is not healthy. Thousand percent. Because he gets to be he he gets to be like Steph Curry light. Yeah. The Suns aren't doing anything with Devin Booker. Even with Devin Booker, I don't think they're going to win a playoff series. As crazy as that sounds, because a couple years ago, two years ago, uh, they the last the two finals. years they looked really good. The last two years they've won over sixty games. Yeah, I just I think that they're done. It's, I mean, I just think they might have to blow it up. I think they need to make some trades. Not blow it up, but get new pieces to surround Devin Booker with. Because it comes down to you just have to keep Devin Booker. You do not want to lose him here in a couple of years. Devin Booker in Orlando would be fun. Especially this year. This who, they, who would they give like, up, by though? By next week. you got to get rid of some of, of those good young players. They got a <laughs> lot of that have pieces. COVID or suspended yeah. tonight. We'll and they have about them. a bajillion first-round picks. Man. Devin Booker would be good on pretty much any team, any team. if we're being Devin honest. Devin Booker's my favorite shooting guard in the league. Uh, he's, he's he's my favorite. He's come so such a long way to the point where we're having MVP conversations about him, and, and clearly he's not going to win this year. But at the beginning of the year, you know, he was I think like sixth or seventh, I think, in terms of odds to win MVP. Yeah. And it's it's a long cry from, you know, the guy that came into the league. Like the, his development has not just gone from like, oh, this guy could be a pretty good shooter. Like he's a. He is a great player. He is an MVP caliber type player when he's playing at his best and healthy. And, and obviously the team is winning. So I mean, ever, it was ever since the bubble. The bubble changed him. He, he bubbled Devin Booker and them going 8-0 in the bubble. That just changed the whole dynamic of that team. You could tell there was potential there. They trade for Chris Paul. You bring him in. And you get a couple of years out of it. But I, I really do think a lot of it has to do with the regression of Chris Paul. And we knew this was coming. It's not an unexpected situation to watch a guy age and know that he's not going to be out there as much, not playing as many minutes, doesn't have the same quick first step, whatever it is that you want to point out. Chris Paul took this team from fringe playoff team, fun bubble team to a title contender. And he's not the same Chris Paul anymore. And that's why their window was like those two years though. You know what I mean? Because Chris Paul was, I thought Chris Paul was done. I thought he was washed because when I was doing morning radio in Milwaukee, there were some rumors that maybe the Bucs would look at Chris Paul. They ended up with Drew Holiday instead. And then he had that kind of like revival in OKC where he thought maybe they'd buy him out or they were just going to tank. And he played some really good basketball. They made the playoffs that year, obviously. And um, then that first year in Phoenix, everything was going good. 
And then it was just the typical Chris Paul situation, though. It was the same thing in Houston. They should have beat the Warriors that year if Chris Paul was healthy. And they can knock down some threes in the second half of that game seven. But it's just nice year, and then he's never healthy when they need him the most. And I hate to say it, but I just don't think he's ever going to get that championship unless him and LeBron force their way to a super team or something like that here in the next couple of years. (laughs) The banana boat super team. (laughs) Any chance LeBron actually gets moved? I don't think so. LeBron and Phoenix would be fun. LeBron and Phoenix would be really fun. Yeah. LeBron anywhere even, still would know. be fun. You would have to put. You'd have to trade Devin Booker to the LA right. Lakers. That's I would the only not, and, and, and I would doing never that. do that. No. I would never. But do we that. said LeBron Two James LeBron should or... just. LeBron should end his career just being a franchise savior for a season. You get one season with him, see how far you can go, build the whole team around him, and then that's it. And then you'll see if he wants to stay again. How many years do we have to wait for Bronny? Because he's not going anywhere until he plays with Bronny. We know that's coming. Well, Bronny will be a five. Bronny will be a freshman next year. Okay, so we got like what a year? Or, or no? Two? So yeah, no, then shorter than that. Yeah, so twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's twenty twenty four. Same time, LeBron actually can be a free agent too. So again, my conspiracy theory stays alive. LeBron's going back to Cleveland, and with Bronny, Bronny will be in with Cle- in, in Cleveland. They'll make it work. Uh, he's a second-round pick or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Does, like He's not going to be like a f- top-10 overall no, no, pick. No, no, he is. You think Bronny is going to be that Absolutely. much? Absolutely. I, I think Bronny James goes top five in the NBA draft. And how much of that is based on his name and his DNA? All of it. Yeah. All of it. All of it is based on the fact that LeBron James is going to play with Bronny James. So with you you get LeBron James with Bronny James. Who would you rather have, deal. Bronny James or Mellow Jr., whatever the hell Probably his name Bronny is? Probably Bronny James because I get LeBron yeah. and I don't get Prime Mellow. I don't know. Can we bring Mellow back? <laughs> Prime Prime Mellow is dead and gone. He'll give you <laughs> like hang... seven minutes. No, no, he... no, he'll, give you, he'll give you seven and 17, but he'll give up 24 Bro- on the other Bronny one. James will go top five. Who was the UConn player play. that the Heat drafted years ago when LeBron was still there and he was like, oh, oh man. Shabazz. Shabazz, Shabazz Napier. He's like, Napier. oh man, a team would be crazy to pass up on Shabazz Napier and the Heat draft him to make sure LeBron's happy and then he bolts back to Cleveland. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the type of power he has. It's like the Jordan meme, man. F those kids. Bronny, he <laughs> traded Andrew Wiggins before Andrew Wiggins ever even stepped on yeah, the floor. Yeah. He's like, we don't want this Just kid. to bully Kevin Love. He was like, all right. Bosch is washed. But would really, Time to get my new stretch four that I could just make bang in the paint. What would, his re- career. what would really make it interesting, though, as opposed to even like the Miami situation where they're spending all the money on free agents, if Cleveland's able to keep their core LeBron, it just takes like a veteran minimum. At that point, he's made all the money in the world. He's like, I just want to play with my kid and let this team stay intact. And he goes and plays with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. And, you know, and the, the two twin towers they've now got there, which is like they've got size, they've got score. I love the Cavs. I love their future. And then you add Bronny, who's you know you come off the bench, and then you got LeBron there. I mean, I guess he'd start. Who knows at that point? It'd be two years down the road. I. You know that's where he's ending Unbelievable He's going back home. It's happening. It's happening. I still believe... Kevin Love will probably be there still. I still believe Sean Payton is going to coach the Dallas Cowboys. I said at the minute he left New Orleans, and I still believe that LeBron will make it work so he plays with Bronny in Cleveland. It's how he he ties a bow on his legacy. I think I'm out on the Sean Payton thing only because I think Mike McCarthy's done enough. I don't think he could fire Mike McCarthy. But what if they lose in the first round? I think it would have... Wild card round. I mean, that's it. I think it would have to be like another brain fart where he calls a quarterback draw or something crazy with no time on the clock. I think Mike McCarthy is a hollow successful football if, coach if, like he's been if, saying if, for years. Yeah. All the guy I, I does t- is win 12 games every year. I will tell you that if, if, we only, if we lose to Tampa in that wild call round, I will fire him and give Sean Payton all the money I can give him. Every last cent. He can even own some of the team. Dude, it's Sean time. Payton might be coaching Kyler in Arizona. I, I want a title. <laughs> <laughs>